Welcome to the Evolve Pod, brought to you by Evolve Wellbeing Group. Welcome to the Evolve Pod. This is uh, episode one of the new series. And uh, I've got a new friend of mine on, his name's Rory, and we've been introduced by a mutual friend of ours, actually, to kind of keep tabs on each other to see what each other's getting up to in our kind of our outdoor slash challenge lifestyles. So Rory Parsons, mate, thanks so much for giving up your time to come and join me on the podcast today. Um, how are you? I'm really good, Ali. Um, just coming out of... Um... Just coming out of isolation, but yeah, it's um, I'm yeah, all good, all good, really, nice. really glad to be here, really so glad you, to be here. So you've been isolating with your family for what the last ten days, have you? Yeah, it finished yesterday, so today was the first day we was like able to actually venture out. So we just went for a nice walk around the uh, Epsom Downs, caught the sunset, and it was just lovely to get out. To oh. be honest, it's, yeah, it's been tricky last ten days. Oh, magic! I bet that was really nice to get out. Yeah, no, nice. it felt amazing. Cool. So one of the reasons why um, our mutual friend got us to kind of get in touch with each other in the first place was obviously the Snowden Six Ways Challenge. I think you took a bit of an interest in that, given what you do and sort of vice versa. I've got a fair bit of interest in what you're doing with this um, project Beyond Six, which we're going to talk about a little bit later on. But obviously, um, I guess the listeners will want to know a little bit about yourself. So t- tell us a little bit of background about sort of who you are um, and, and what what you kind of do in your spare time. Yeah, so I'm so I'm, I'm, I'm just I like keeping fit, um, train a lot. Um, I enjoy training with people. My background is I've always kind of I've always stayed fit. I've, I've done the 10K runs, 5K runs, Tough Mudders rough runners um i've just always been involved with something because um i just like to have a goal in front of me it just keeps me mentally and physically kind of ready for things you know um and i yeah it's just staying fit i've just mentally and physically i like being on top of things i don't like not doing something because i tend to then kind of sit around and not do anything and i just don't like the feeling of it really Nice. So you've got this kind of quite a cool relationship with exercise and it kind of motivates you, keeps you on on a on a cool path. I guess it allows you to do lots of adventure and things as well. So mm. what, what sort of so you mentioned about the uh, the 10Ks and the 5K runs, what other sports are you into? So I, I love my boxing, um, always have done. I've trained it myself. Um, I used to do it. Uh, it never to like compete, but I've always trained. Um, I had one bout that I only used to kind of take into my coaching because I I'm sure I'll be talking about it. I just enjoy helping people and I found with the with the coaching boxing you you have to be really kind of um, involved with the people that you're you're coaching you have to be met you've got to be there for them in all aspects of life and I love that about it as much as you have to put push them and say I don't know, jump on the bag or go and skip or go and spar. You, 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 in the end, you kind of get to know them really well as in they come to talk to you about their life problems and their what's going on at home and with partners and they're struggling here and struggling there. And you, you end up having a really big bond with these people. And I find I just enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Um, so 
I mean, that's one part of it. But then the running myself, I've, I've 10Ks, 5Ks, they've always been short bursts, always like, I'll, I'll, the best I've done at a 10K in was 48, 49. And that was me really going for it. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's just, yeah, it's that really. Just I just enjoy being in and around it. I've always want something there. Nice. It's interesting to hear how you talk about the coaching for boxing. Well, I obviously coach triathlon and, and various triathletes. And I think very much with coaching, it's the soft skills that that are really important because you can write all the content for a session and you can teach someone to throw a good punch. But it's also the the emotional support and, and the kind of the psychological support that's also really important. So it's yeah. nice to hear you kind of really back that up and, and thrive on on, you know, using your skills and your experience to help other people. Well, the the thing is, Ali, if if you could have one of your guys, this I'll I'll bring it back to you. If one of your the ladies or one of the men come into your session and you can see, because you get to know these people, you can tell if they're up or down just by their by their aura that they bring into the gym or to where, wherever you are, and you'll know from the off if something's wrong. But you've got to kind of manage that without saying, "Oh, are you okay?" This because if you start the session off like that. You're not really going to get much out of them. You need to be able to lift them straight away and be able to go like, right, let's go and know how to push their buttons. If you don't, you, you're going to it's going to be hard. You, you've got to know the people inside out. It's not just come in and get on with it. It's, it's There's way more to it. Yeah, definitely. I 100% agree. You know, you get the best out of someone when you know them really well and you know what makes them tick and also when to press those buttons and, and when to maybe back off a little bit. Um and that's interesting. I, I like that that kind of philosophy on coaching, but we could we could talk about that for hours. But that's a diff, that's a different <laughs> yeah, podcast. Exactly. So then, <laughs> so then, uh, obviously, the exercise has probably been something that's kept you pretty um, pretty sane through lockdown. I mean, what's what's the last year been like for you? The last year has been a roller coaster, if I'm honest. Um, I just before the first, well, just yeah, it was just before the first lockdown. Um, I've always <clears throat> I've always had some, my, my right knee's always been kind of something's not quite right. And it, we, we literally went into lockdown and it's really, it sounds crazy, but I was painting the fence outside my house, uh, the drive and I was painting up, down, up, down, almost doing squats. And I just stood up and I felt this like snap in my knee. And I, I pulled my leg up as if I was stretching my fire. Just imagine me stretching my fire. And I, Oh, that didn't feel right. And I put my weight on my right leg and I felt this. It was like someone put an, a bolt into my knee. It was like an electric shock. And I felt I felt it almost going to my neck. And I pulled my leg up and I kind of just laid on the floor. And my son standing next to me just looked down and said, what are you doing, Dad? And I said, just, can you just get mum a minute? And he ran in and went and got like my partner. And I just couldn't walk on it. I couldn't put any weight on my knee at all, like the slightest bit of weight. And I laid on the sofa and I knew something really bad was wrong and eventually found out that I, I tore my meniscus and it put me out for training for about two months, two, two and a half, three months. So I couldn't really do anything. So I just tried to kind of keep on, keep on top of my nutrition, mm -hmm. making sure I wasn't drinking Cokes all day or alcohol, just, really watching what I was eating and drinking really so I was a bit kind of shafted at the beginning but I gradually got out of it started walking again just taking it really really easy but it's only until 
I don't know, last few months really where I've kind of upped it again and yeah. kind of started lifting weights, walking and stuff like that I, I can do. But really, I've been into like more CrossFit at the moment Okay. Um, and just really going at it uh, short times, but as much as I can, all the AMRAP stuff. That must have been pretty tricky when it when you come to lockdown, you're facing lockdown and then have your exercise almost taken away from you. In... Within days, within yeah. days, Ali. It literally it was oh, lockdown, man. honestly, within a week, my meniscus bang. So it was it was horrible. So I, that was my only kind of outlet. I thought in my head it was like, right, if this is happening, I'm gonna get seriously fit. And literally, just like that, stopped. It was yeah, it wasn't nice. It wasn't a nice time. Okay. So um, there's a couple of things we've obviously spoken offline a few times. There's a couple of things that um, I think are kind of quite big turning points for you and, and the various projects you've got on at the moment. And one of them is this, this hundred kilometer walk or hike that you, um, you, you sort of almost randomly signed up to it to, on a whim. And, you know, I, I won't ruin the story. You'll tell it a lot better than I will. Tell the listeners about, you know, your story with the 100 kilometer hike, why you chose to do that. Because coming from boxing, coming from, you know, short, sharp, five to 10K intervals, etc., going in straight into a 100 kilometer hike must have been, you know, a little bit of a yeah. uh, crazy idea, maybe, or a little well, bit was, of a kind yeah, of, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, go for it. I'd rather you be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, when I look back now it was I mean it was crazy it really was so just as I said being fit and just always having something to look forward to I was just sitting around on my on my um on my sofa uh, flicking through Instagram and a 100k hike come up and I just thought yeah let's do it that looks good literally just like that um I called up three of my friends they all kind of went, oh, here we go, this is typical you sort of thing. And they said, yeah, they'll do it. Um, but so on this 100K, there's four of you walking and you get someone else to be the support crew, which will be in a car and they'll go from each checkpoint with all of your equipment, your water, your food, you name it, like chairs, whatever you want. They kind of, they take it from each checkpoint and no one could do it. They either couldn't or they didn't want to. So I just said to I just said to him, look, let's just take it, put it in the bag, and kind of just do it. I mean, it sounds so naive when you when I put it like that now, knowing what I know now, because I'm I mean I've changed quite dramatically, really. So hundred k is what 60, 66 miles. Yeah, it's like yeah sixty. I think it's sixty four points. Sixty four. Something like that. Yeah, and I mean it's it's massive, Ali. That's a, that's a long walk. That's a long. If you've never done it before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we done it, um, and very 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 quickly found out that this was not just a walk across the South Downs. It was far from it. So you're carrying all your own kit for all four of you: food, water, emergency stuff. Lot. Yeah, the whole Extra. lot. Wow. Okay. So it must have. I mean, we must have been carrying. It must have been touching twenty k. It must have been with your other because I mean I was walking in boots. I had trainers hanging off my back. I had water hanging off my back. It, uh, yeah it, I was like a camel almost it was it was crazy looking now um so yeah the four of us done it the we we set off very quickly found out that it was really way way harder than what we thought two of the guys dropped out around the checkpoint three which is around the 30k in um and then two of us carried on um we got to we got to about 50k and that was when the I started questioning myself. 
I could feel my legs stiffening up, little niggles here and there in my legs and my feet and my back that I've never felt before. Um, and we had to, because there was only two of us, you have to kind of grab someone else's team and go with them because you're not allowed to go in twos. There has to be three plus. So we had this other guy, we joined kind of with him and his family took our stuff from about 55 kilometers. So then I had nothing. I just had a bottle of water. Um, got to, I could have stopped at 50K easily. I could have stopped at 50K. That was pure, just me being quiet. You've got to finish this. Sometimes I do need to be held back and I'm aware of it. I, I still do it sometimes. So what, People, what, what were you going through at that point? As in, was it physical pain? Was it mental pain? struggles emotional pain i've never felt anything like it physical and emotional the hot like both i i question it's the first time i've ever questioned myself i'm not going to finish this whereas 10k runs i would have gone as fast as i can for 10k and i would have felt fine um if i was training boxing i'd always get to the end of the session there would be at no point i've ever ever stopped i've always finished and tough mothers i'd when I'd done it, I didn't fall on like one of the machines there. One of the, uh, what, what do you call them? Um, one of the obstacle things. Obstacles, that's the one. Yeah. one I've never fell on one of the obstacle. I just, I've always done, I like to think I've always done really well with everything I've done, but it's the first time I've ever had that question of, I don't think I've got this one. And it was horrible because I felt defeated within 50K. And the way I felt there, I've, in my head, I was, I've got to do that all again. And I was in, I was in a bad way. Even at that point, I was in a really bad way. Um, carried on and part of the trail walker, it was run. So it was run by the Gurkhas. So they set off at the beginning and done it in nine hours, which is quite insane, really. They were insane. Um, insane oh, incredible. Incredible. Yeah. It's nine hours and something. Um, and so at about... 60, 67K, 65K. I'm not even sure when it was. In the distance, it was about half one in the morning. Um, and in the distance, I saw one of them walking to me. And it was just my time to stop. I basically got carried up by a stranger up a hill because I could feel like a pain in my in my left chest, like around my heart area. And I could feel like a really heavy feeling on my heart. And this guy, this stranger, I, I don't know, I'd like to thank him, really. He kind of, he helped me up as well. He had his arm around me, kind of pulled me up. And when I got to the top, saw the, the, the Gurkha coming towards me. And it was a massive voice in my head just said, Rory, stop. This is dangerous. Stop. I kind of wanted to keep going because just through ego, really, I wanted to keep going. But it was my time to stop. And then things really kind of turned bad after that, really. So then, so what, what did you ever get to the bottom of what actually happened? So it was complete exhaustion. I went, I went beyond exhaustion. So they got, um, an amp, they got the support crew, which was one of their cars. And I, I know it was bad. I know it was bad because some I've had people laugh and go, oh, you're over-exaggerating and stuff like that. But they wasn't in the position I was in. I was really beaten. I mean, I've never felt so low in my life. I 
I was I was on the floor. I was crying. I couldn't move. I was laying down. People walking past me, staring at me. I was embarrassed. I I was just really ashamed. Like I've never been in that position before. But I was so I was beat. I was completely beaten. There was no there's no other word way of putting it. I was beaten completely. Okay, so that's quite interesting. How you kind of you recognise the signs of suddenly feeling vulnerable and a bit fragile sort of 50k and then quite quickly the body just kind of almost followed the mindset up yeah. and and the cracks began to appear and then suddenly wham taken out yeah completely. i knew it i knew it um i the reason i know it was as bad as it was is i sat in the car and i started sweating or I, I went cold and the gurkhan there was two of them sitting in the front and I kind of went quiet and I, I, sh I, sh I shut my eyes because I was just, I was drained emotionally, physically, you name it, I was drained. And I, I put my head on the, the seat in front of me. And I, so these were the exact words in my head. Rory, you've completely messed this up. Um, if this is the time, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm not in, I, I'm just, I'm relaxed now. Because as soon as I sat down in the back of the car, relaxed. And I just didn't feel anything. I almost went numb. And I shut my eyes and I could see little flickers it like it above the horizon, if, you, if I'm trying to put it visually. It was flickering away. And I just said, this is it. Take me. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I've messed it up. This is it. That's how I know I was at the point of this is bad. Okay. So that's a pretty low point, really. I, yeah. I mean, that's from somebody who's kind of, you know, likes to pride or who prides themselves on success, on yeah. pushing themselves, pushing their limits. I can imagine, you know, I've, there's traits of that in myself. I can imagine that must have been pretty dark getting to your realizing that you've got to that point where the success is suddenly gone. Yep. And you're essentially broken. The way you've just put it, Ali, look, my hair's standing on my arm. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I just, I've just literally got taken back to that point. Yeah. And I've just never felt any. I can't. It's so hard to describe how bad it felt. Um, it was. Yeah. I, I, I knew I was at that point. I knew something was really wrong. And um, so the the lady in the lady in the seat, she said to me, "Rory, tell me about your children." And as soon as she said it, I kind of sat up and I was like yeah I've got I was mumbling away I mean even when I was talking to her I said I don't actually know what I'm saying and I was just kind of just rambling along and then she said just lay down because I could feel myself going um and then eventually eventually the the the, the ambulance turned up um and I heard one of them so one of them come up and they took my bloods and I was they couldn't get the needle in my arm because I was so I was sweating couldn't get the needle so even, I mean that was painful enough as it was yeah. and that I could feel the needle going around I could feel myself going again and I heard one of the ambulance um one of the ambulance guys say he's really close and I heard him say it um this isn't looking good and I actually shouted out to him I said oh I heard that you you should have said that a bit a bit lower <laughs> and he laughed because I heard him and I thought try and make a joke out of it because yeah I didn't want to hear that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. scary. It was really scary. Wow. So when was this? 2019. 2019. So, okay. So 2019, 
essentially well, you know what time of the year was that was it so it was in it was september the 24th i can september remember the day yeah. so you know the following weeks and months you know what did that consist of not necessarily like the physical recovery because you know we can probably imagine what what that you know what took place there but almost the kind of the you know relating back to what i just talked about about the the kind of mentality towards you know almost yeah. your ego so then how did you build yourself back up and what steps did you take to or decisions did you take to kind of um build yeah start building yourself back up so prior to the 100k i done it was quite an eye opener and uh, as i said i tell people to set goals always have a goal set because it will keep you focused in life in general it will keep it can be a 3k run it could be a 5k run it can be whatever you want it to be just have a goal set it could be even read a book ali just have a goal to always achieve and i've 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 lived by that for years and years and years and um i so i was in the hospital bed i remember being in the hospital bed i had my mum crying on my right my brother was in tears on my left i was laying there with no top on i had my trousers i like um tape all around my feet because of the blisters on the bottom of my feet um and i looked up just i said to my mum i'm going back next year i can't let that beat me so i already had it in my head by the time i got to the hospital from falling asleep in the hospital because i was just i was laying down i thought this is a good time to sleep um when i woke up i said i i've got to go back i mean she wasn't happy with that she told me off <laughs> she still tells me off to this day um, so it didn't really go down well with the family but how did I kind of recover so I was on the sofa for about a week after that just it, my muscle my body was shot um and then I just I didn't prepare for it Ali if you want to put it really bluntly I'd done no walking before I think I went to Snowden once and the biggest hike I'd done apart from the Snowden walk was probably around 15k and that was it i mean it was i was really naive and it proves a point if you are going to set a goal you've got to respect it before you even really give yourself it think about your nutrition going off of your last um podcast ali think you your nutrition has got to be you've got to be ready um, for it your training the way you train i should have been walking every single weekend 20 30 50 plus building my way up but I never because I've always achieved what I've wanted and been happy with it I just thought it was going to be a walk in the park and it was the opposite complete opposite so then well the obvious question what was different about you know the second time round? your training your mindset you know did you set yourself a plan um so once I kind of got my head around it and I've done a big post on Instagram explaining my emotional side of it I was embarrassed it was horrible I, I just didn't like the feeling of it. it I just it was I had to go back and do it just I didn't want to do it for anyone I didn't want to raise money for anyone for me it was I just that was the first time around we we raised money it was for Oxfam um, and the Gurkha Welfare Trust but this time around I just didn't want the focus to go on other people I wanted it to be for me I wanted it I wanted to achieve it to prove to myself that you can bounce back and get it done. Um, so I started walking. I started um, doing way more leg workers in squats, uh, burpees, 
anything to keep the legs going. If I was walking, I would I'd have weight on my back. Um, but I think that kind of didn't help with the meniscus. So it kind of it got <laughs> me back on the it got me back on track, Ali. But at the same time, I kind of paid for it. But it, that's the way I can't. I just trained for it this time. It wasn't like oh, I've got that. I'll be all right. It was right. This is big. It's hard, and I'm going to get ready for it. So there was way more focus on what training I had to do for it. it yeah, it was just that really. Walk a lot of walking. <laughs> so before we get onto the round two, looking back now, where you are, sort of right this minute, what does that? You know, we both sort of said it was a failure. Do you still think that the first time you attempted that, and you know, you were in a very very bad way, do you still consider that a failure? I have this conversation with the Beyond Six guys a lot. Um, I always say I failed, Ali. I can't think of another word to use it. But the guys I'm with and kind of what they do in their background, it was a lesson. And they always say it was a lesson. And it was a lesson. It was a massive lesson to take into life. I've changed so much since I failed it. I can't help but use the word fail. And I almost like using that word, Ali, because it, it keeps me focused on the next one. It, I learned that you've got to train for your challenge. So I always call it a failure. It kind of keeps me on my toes and prepared. So I like using it, even though it's still not a great word to use. But I use it as a tool for future events. Definitely. I'm a firm believer that more often than not, failure brings out the greatest strengths. And it's very easy when, you know, when you when you do when you when you apply yourself to a given goal and you don't necessarily hit it it's very easy to berate yourself and be down on yourself which is it's human to be like that and that's mm -hmm. that's a normal emotion to go through but i think you need to have the ability to then process it and learn from it to move on and have another go to make yourself better to make yourself um more well-rounded whatever the words mm -hmm. you want to put towards it so I'm, I'm, I'm i was really interested i wanted to ask you that question just to see how you felt or how you feel about that first attempt now yeah it was, it's a real strange one it was it was uh, if you want to put it bluntly it, it was a life-changing event for me wow. because i know i'd uh, and again it it might be i might be pushing it a bit far but i know i was on the edge ali Again, my hairs are standing. I know I was on the edge. I I was there. I I genuinely felt this was it. And I said to myself, if this is it, I'm I'm ready. I'm relaxed. I'm that's it. So I know I was there. It was a life-changing moment. It really was. Um mm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. It was just such a powerful moment. Now when that well the, the, the fact that it's such a powerful moment, then that you've turned it around and you've, uh, you know, going back in time a little bit, you're now in a position where you're training, you're walking, you're getting your leg strength up, you're getting used to carrying a pack, you know, yeah. with the weight you're going to be needed, you're preparing properly. So then what does, what does the, uh, the second attempt look like? How did that go? Yeah. So good news is I bounced back and I've done it. Um, <laughs> it was, um, it was, uh, yeah, no, it was an amazing feeling. Um, so yeah, it, so the second time round, I was just prepared. I'd done a lot of walking before. I hiked a lot of mountains. I think I went to Wales like five or six times before. Um, I was going to the Peak District. I was doing a lot of mountain work, carrying the pack. So this time round, I was just ready for it. And I mean, I'd done it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say it was, <laughs> it was easy. I still, from about 
from about the 70k mark, I did think I started. You cut the thing is with hiking, is it's almost a form of meditation. So when you're walking, because you're not, I never used headphones, I wasn't listening to music and stuff like that. I just thought I wanted to do it just me. And your brain races, you're, you're asking, you're, you're thinking of family, you're thinking of work, you're thinking of this, you're thinking of that. And you hit a point where you just don't think about anything and you just go. Um, but you can't, when your legs start to feel little shooting pains and little aching pains, you can't help but think, is this going to happen again? You can't help it because it's such a long walk. I mean, it took 29 hours. So how did you deal? How did you deal with those emotions then on the second time round when you're you're kind of walking along and suddenly you're starting to think, oh man. I think Husey that was with me, who played a big part in this. Was he on the first uh, one? No, no, he wasn't on the first one. So this is the this is the kind of birth of Beyond Six, and we'll go into that. Okay. Um. So he was with me, and he looked at me, and he he must have felt it off of me. I must have went a bit quiet or showed some signs of or oh, something's not right um and he looked at me and he just said to me like how are you feeling and I said this has to be get this has to be done this has to get done and I think for me saying that to him he knew I was there was no beating me next time around I knew it as hard as it was and as in again much pain as I was in I was holding walls towards the end I kept going down on one knee just to give myself just a 10 second stop and you almost get another like 20 minutes from just taking that 20 seconds knee, just regaining yourself, composing yourself and going. There was little things that I'd done just to kind of get me going. Like in my head, it might have been a complete, it might have been all in my head, Ali. I don't know. But in my head, I was taking a 10 second knee. It was giving me 20 minutes. If it works, it works. You exactly know? that. Everybody's got their own little things that they use to, to, yeah. to help them get through the the darker times of you know these endurance challenges it's interesting your your mate Husey that you've you've just related to there it just made me think of the guys that I had my crew on on Snowden you know luckily for me nothing nothing went wrong um but if it had have I trust those guys 100% to have made the right decision with me which would have been either to carry on if appropriate or to yeah. stop it and so was know, there at any point Sally on your six ways challenge where you might have felt, oh, what's what's going on here? Am I am I going to do it? And they kind of pulled you along, or gave you a tiny bit of inspiration, or just anything to kind of pull you through it. So I was fully expecting to need them to do that, and I briefed them all the night before, saying, you know, you guys are going to. There's going to be points where I'm either going to be miserable, or I'm going to be moody, yeah. or I'm going to be ridiculously childish, or all these kind of emotions and things that you go through on these long, as you know, on, the, mm. on, on these long distance endurance things. But in all honesty, that, that that never happened. I can hand on heart say I loved every single step. And the role mm. that those guys played was different to what I expected it to be. It was actually proper support, you know, mm. like conversations. Some of the conversations that we have on the mountains, some of them will stay on the mountains. Um, but others, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> others are, um, you know, I can, I'll remember them. And I'll, I'll remember each of those individual yeah. legs with the individual individuals that were there with the leg, you know, because it was absolutely mind-blowingly awesome. But yeah. You know, if something had have gone wrong, you know, I trust each and every one of those guys to have made the right decision to get me either off the mountain or to get me to the finish line. And that plays a big part in 100%. you doing it. That's a massive part because they that gives you a, a second wind. Like you, you're 
you know you're in good hands. It, it, it helps. Them sort of things help on these long distance things, as you said. Yeah. So you finished the 100K this time around. That must have felt absolutely awesome crossing that finish line. Incredible. Well, I'm I, I, in floods of tears. I had the guys that was there. They One of them got me a bottle of champagne that I didn't realise how expensive it was and just popped it. <laughs> nice. So he kind of, he, 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 we had a laugh about that. Um yeah, it was it was an incredible moment. I mean, the, the emotion took over. I uh, it was that I, I I achieved it. We named it. It we actually had a hashtag redemption for it. Um, we made a massive thing. And do you know what, Ali? The when we was doing it, the following and the the feedback and just everyone getting behind me was just overwhelming. There was people um, putting on their stories me and them in their um, epic origin t-shirts like we're with you in spirit they was putting the beyond six t-shirts on saying we're with you in spirit we even got uh, i even got a guy a, a young guy ben who we we helped on one of the mountains um achieve his kind of summit um he facetimed me during it and he was like come on rory you can do it and oh, it was nice just when I needed it. it was just coming into the morning the next day and we walked the whole way through the, the, the night and the next morning I just got it and the sun was coming up and it was just such a nice start to the day I thought right new day new beginning let's get going again fresh um and it was the feedback was just phenomenal it really was and I mean if they are all listening it played a massive part and I honestly do I can't thank you enough really because it, oh, yeah, it was just lovely that's amazing that's really cool, and I'm really pleased you you had the mindset and, and the ability and the health to go back and have another go and and, mm. and get it done. And it's it's also I'm pleased on a personal level. You know, I didn't know you then, but yep. you know, knowing knowing you now, I'm really pleased that you were able to go back and do that. But it's also from the conversations we've had from and what I've been sort of following you on Instagram about what you're up to now. It's really interesting, and it's um, it's really cool basically and oh, thank you and anybody on instagram you need to follow beyond six um and i'm going to pass back to rory now can you tell us a little bit about beyond six what what you guys are up to what the project is kind of about yeah so <clears throat> basically what it was um so Hughesio i mentioned who kind who done the 100k with me um he when i said i was going back to to do it again I, it was basically Hughesy started an Instagram page and it was just to kind of show he's what he's doing and his progression from him as a person kind of. And he, he was posting he's, where he's been, the mountains he's gone, the hikes he's done. And I just got chatting to him on Instagram and just out of the blue, he said, Rory, I'll help you on the redemption on the second time round. I said, yeah, no worries, mate. That's fine. Thank you. That'd be great. It's someone to do it with. And then we kind of we met up in South Wales and we just went on a hike and we got talking and he said he'll do it. And we just got really close. We're, we're, we're best mates now. And um, he, he I ended up finding out he's he's like he he's uh, he's an ex operational personnel. Um, so his background was probably perfectly fitting for me to kind of get it done as well. I knew I was in really good hands, safe hands. He kind of it's what they do. They just they're made for it mm-hmm. um and we just got talking really close now and because of the it, military terms if if 
if I say, oh, I've got your six, it means I've got your back. I'll help you if you need me. I'll, I'm always looking behind you to make sure you're safe. Um, it's a military term. I've got your six. And going beyond six, he done it with me. So he come up with this incredible idea of beyond six. So he helped me do that. And why can't we now go on to help other people achieve their goals? It's what we love doing. We can do it. We enjoy doing it. And beyond six just grew from there. He said, Rory, I want you to be part of it to kind of push it forward. And it's just grown and grown and grown. People genuinely love what we do. Um, we've got a following on Instagram. We People get involved with everything we do, really. Um, and it's just, I love it. I, I genuinely love it. There's a team of six of us now. Um, and we just, yeah, we help people achieve their goals. And what sort of goals uh, are typically people trying to achieve when they reach out for your help? So when they reach out, it's so we're in the mountains a lot. We we so we do in we do insta meets. So we will say we're going to Snowden on this day. Um, join us if you want. And what will happen is we will get six to ten to fifteen people say, "Oh, we'd love to join you and go on there." And what we do is we'll we'll go to the mountains. We will summit. We'll stop and have coffee. We will have lunch. We have a laugh. Jokes are always flying around. It's just a great day mentally and physically for you to be with us. Really, It's not us doing it. It's just a day out where people, like-minded people, can connect and just have a nice day. Um, we do that. There's a guy, one of our one of our followers said, look, I've got a marathon. It was for the London Marathon, just gone um, and obviously got cancelled. And he just reached out and said, Rory, what, would you help me kind of, what can I do? And I said, well, just do the South Downs. It's going to be hard, but why don't you do that? And we used part of the 100K route. Um, I, pan I planned out a checkpoint halfway and he run back and I met him at every stop. Um, I had everything he needed from food to water and sugars and whatever he needed. And I just made sure I was at checkpoints for one, to make sure he was safe and two, I had what he needed to achieve his goal. But again, I enjoyed doing it. I didn't get paid for it. I just enjoyed seeing him achieve what he achieved was a win for me. I achieved it as well. And that's why I thrive off of that feeling. Seeing him achieve it, I get a real buzz from it, seeing people achieve things. That's really cool. That's really, really cool. I, like, I really like the ethos behind Beyond Six. Essentially, helping people achieve their goals when the people who are trying to achieve their goals may get to a point where they might actually think this isn't for me or I'm not mm -hmm. capable. And then if they can reach out to, to people such as yourself to say, look, I, I want to do this, but I need a bit of help. And for you guys just to turn yeah. up off your own backs and help is just incredible. No, we love it. We love it. And it's what we do. And we're going to, we're going to do it. Well, I'm going to do it for as long as I'm here, Ali, because it's what oh, I just love doing it. Um, <laughs> Is it, is it a business or is it a project or where, where are you at with it at the moment? At the moment, we're an organisation, Ali. We're, we're a bunch of guys and we've got a lady on our team, a lovely Joe. Um, and at, we're not earning anything at the moment. We're doing it completely off of our own backs. We haven't earned a penny. Um, if anything, we're, we're in debt with it, um, if you want to call it. So we really are, at the moment, what avenue are we going to take that we could... Realistically, I want to do this as a living. 
Um, and I need to find a way how I can do this as a living. Well, we can do this as a living and help people achieve their goals. So it's what avenue do we take? I mean, that's, that's the point we're at. We're, we're doing this completely funded by ourselves. Um, getting bands made, um, driving here, driving there. It's its all coming from our own pockets. Because I've seen you've done some virtual challenges yourselves, right? For people to go off and do and earn their, their wristbands or T-shirts yeah. and things yeah. like that. It was brilliant. So many nice. people got involved and it was so good. And do you know, the biggest feedback we got, Ali, is they, they, the, they, everyone was thanking us that we just got them off of the sofa and out mm. of their house which I kind of knew was going to happen because I'd just come up with it. I said, why don't we do a, a virtual challenge? Let's just do a 15K. Because these bands, Ali, you've got to earn them. We don't sell them. We don't. If you do a challenge or you meet us on one of our hikes, or one of our mountain climbs, you earn our band. So we bought the band and we posted the bands. That's all out of our own pockets. But again, it's helping people. They all thanked us just for helping them get off the sofa and get out and they all loved it every single one of them replied like messaged us saying like thank you it's brilliant and there'll be another one there's going to be one at the end of the month so i hope nice. to see you in it <laughs> i'll keep my eyes out mate. definitely keep my eyes out but i think more than ever you know I, people are, are saying this all the time but more than ever people do need to get exercising if they're not mm. already obviously you know you just look try and get hold of a pair of trainers or a bike for the last year it's almost impossible because they've yeah. all been bought up by yeah, everybody's getting out exercising which is great but there's still people that are suffering there's still people that aren't exercising that are kind of you know struggling to to make sense of it all mm. and you know to have projects such as epic or um, epic origin that's yourself but to have yeah. the beyond six yeah project out there it's brilliant and i think i'd like to put it out to the listeners now if there's anybody listening that that was is looking for a challenge and needs some help or support reach out to to rory and, and the mm. team at epic six that uh, was sorry um beyond six yeah we're happy more than happy to help we we enjoy it we, we get so many people it's it's what we do it's what we love get in touch honestly we we genuinely will help um yeah, we're there. We're there for you. We got your six. Nice. And so for you personally, what have you got any more challenges coming up in the future? Yeah. So as you said, that when you're out in the mountains, you, you tend to have a joke and talk about things. And we went to South Wales. Um, I'll put my foot in it, really, because if anyone's been out with us, they know what we're like. We, we do laugh and joke around a lot. Um, so we was in South Wales and there's there's a run through there that the military use. Uh, it's called the fan dance. It's it's famous. It's a famous route. Um, they carry X amount and they've got to do it, I think, in four hours. And if they don't, they're, they're basically scrubbed. Um, and we went to walk it just for a walk in the mountains. And um, when we got past, there's part in it called Jacob's Ladder. And it's really steep. It's really hard. If you've done it, you know how hard it is. So we, we kind of walked past it. And I looked back and I, I said to Husey, that looks like a piece of piss from here. <laughs> and he went, oh, really? Oh, really? I went, well, I know it isn't, but from here, it looks it. And he went, well, do it three times then. And then as a joke, I said, well, no, I'm going to do it 12. Joking around. And now it's turned into me doing it 12 times um, in February, <laughs> which is, um, yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's going to be tough. But you know what? If I'm helping people, I'm sure he'll help me too. He's already said he's going to do the whole thing with me anyway. So there you go. 
But I'm looking forward to it. It's a challenge for me. Keeps me um, fit and ready. So nice one. I, Operation I, Operation Pop Ali is what we call okay, it. Nice. <laughs> and I think you're in a really good position to inspire people and to help yeah, people who are, who are suffering. And for you to go out, you know, given you know the stuff you went through in 2019, you know, coming back from that meniscus injury this year or last year, sorry, yeah, to then have an epic challenge lined up for you know 2021, people yep. are going to watch and people are going to think, you know, well, if you know Rory can get up and do this, that's going to inspire me to get up and and as you said earlier, to get up and do my own challenge, which yeah. Can be, whatever it could be like you said reading a book or doing a 3k or going yeah. out and doing your first trail marathon whatever it could be i think you know if we, if we anything do... just I've, I've i live on it and i advocate it just set your goal it's my it's my hashtag set your goal have something ready to do because it will keep you on your toes it will keep you training it will keep you watching your diet it will keep you watching what you're drinking because you know you've got to be ready for it I've, I've, i'll forever do that once this is done ali i'm going to set another one it's mm-hmm. I'm going to do the 100k again because I, I enjoy doing it um, because we're doing that again. Beyond six are going to we, we are going to kind of venture out. Uh, where is it on the late August? We're going to be we're going to be doing it again. And there's cool. already people saying we're going to do it with you already. So nice. they're training for it. So, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Hey, man, that's really cool. Well, look, guys, uh, everybody listening, yeah, follow beyond six underscore on Instagram and then also at epic underscore origin underscore to keep up, keep up to date with Rory and what he's up to. Rory, personally, I'd really love to thank you for your time and thank you for the conversation we've had. I think it's been brilliant to hear your story. And I'm really pleased to kind of to connect with you at this point. Yeah. With the beyond six journey, because I, I think it's got some really good legs. I think it's something that's really powerful. It's really positive. And a lot of people will see what you're doing and will really um, kind of tag onto it and kind of become part of this really cool community that you're creating. And I wish you all the best with it. It's a really, really positive. Yeah, no, thank you. Well, like I said, Ali, I mean, I'd love to see you on one of them. Uh, To the listeners, please just get in touch. Watch what we do. Come and join us. We'd love to see you out on the mat. It doesn't cost anything. You turn up. You walk the mountains with us. Just have a good day. It's just good to get out and talk to like-minded people. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's been a journey. And I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm really looking forward to the future. I mean, as horrible as the, the world is at the moment now with all this going on, it's just after I think people are going to be itching to get out. And it's honestly, you will enjoy the days out with us. It's uh, They're great days out. Nice one. Well, look, Rory, look after yourself. And yeah. uh, enjoy the time you can now get outside after isolation. Yeah. And uh, keep in touch, mate, and we'll speak to you soon. No, we definitely will. And um, one last little plug, Ali. Yeah, Beyond Six is fueled by 520 Coffee. He's a team member. Um, he does merchandise. Um, his coffee's amazing. He does. He's just started a subscription. So, yeah, we are fueled by Beyond Six is fueled by 520. Check them out. Nice one. Yeah, guys, check them out on Instagram. Give them a follow. They're up to some really cool stuff. Rory, thanks, mate. We'll speak to you soon. No, pleasure. Thank you, Ali. Bye, mate. Cheers.